Welcome to Epic Life Ministries with Roger and Diane Hunter. We want to thank you for joining us today on the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network as we look at what it means to fully live in our everyday lives. May we live epic lives together, choosing life, freedom, and identity in Christ. Welcome to Epic Life Ministries with Diane Hunter. Thank you for joining me today on the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, where we're committed to growing in the fullness of Him, choosing life and freedom and identity in Christ. And if you're listening today, if you want to call in, the number is 877-588-1664. And my ministry website is epiclifeministries.com. And I'd love to, I'd love to contact, have you contact me and, and I'd love to get back to you. And as we begin today, our broadcast is called In Hope Against Hope. But let's just pray first and ask God to open our hearts. So Lord, thank you for this time together. Anoint your word, bless what we say, encourage and ignite your people and, and bring your glory to us, Lord. And we ask these things, Father, in the power of your Son's name. Amen. So, in hope against hope, what does that mean? Well, I'm taking that from the Romans 4.18 passage, where it's talking about how Abraham believed God in hope against hope. And before we actually unpack that and look at specifically what that means and in our own lives, I just want us to look at the dynamic of hope. Hope is a foundational part of our DNA. Why? Because God is God of hope. God is hope and we're made in his image. And unless you've been wounded, unless you've been neglected or abused or rejected or abandoned in some way, you will, you will generally and naturally go back to hope. Children, again, unless they've been hurt, naturally are hopeful. People, even people that have been in a hurtful relationship, even people that are divorced, they still have hope, most of them, for another relationship. They're like, there's gotta be something better. It's that whole premise. There's got to be something better. And there is, because God's put eternity in our hearts. We're always, we know somehow that there's more. There's more, there's more, and the more is Him. We'll talk about that. So if you find though, as you're listening to this broadcast, that you have walls, if you find that you, you're kind of living in a self-protective place because you don't want to hope again because you're tired of being disappointed. Um, I, just, I just want you to bring that before the Lord. It makes sense. When, when people get, I mean, even an animal, if they get hit or they get wounded or touch a hot stove, there's that recoil place and that like, okay, I want to protect place. That's natural, but we have a supernatural God that can heal all that. So if you're in that place today, I just ask the Lord to heal you 
to just begin to pour his salve, his anointing oil, the balm of Gilead, to soften and soothe and cover those places by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that as you lean into him, and as you just, with an open heart, just say, okay, God, come. Come into these places and show me your truth. Show me what it means to hope in you again. So, now just ask yourself, are you living in hope? Are you living in expectancy and anticipation for what God has for you? Life, there's a lot of metaphors for it. It's a battle, it's, it's a love relationship, it's, you know, like athletes were, you know, training for the, to run the race and win the prize. And there's a whole bunch of different analogies. But, but one of my favorites is just that living in Christ. Like, we're just, we're literally in Him. And, and, and if we can, if we can be in that, if we can link arms with him day in and day out, he will lead and guide us for his name's sake. That's, I believe, Psalms 33 or 31. And it's like, wow, for his name's sake, he's vested in us. He's invested everything in us. And that's powerful. That's powerful. So, so, Okay, are you expectant and are you anticipating good things or do you really find yourself like we just talked about, not so much, not so much, I don't want to get hurt again. And if you are, then just receive as we go through this. And I, I want to acknowledge the places where you've been hurt. I, I've had those places in my life some pretty deep ones actually and in Proverbs 13 12 it says hope deferred makes a heart grow sick or makes a heart sick but when desire comes it is a tree of life well what is deferred hope you're believing for something you're like oh I'm really excited about this and then time passes and it doesn't happen and then more time passes and it still hasn't happened and then people around you are getting and having this thing that seems to be eluding you and you're like God <laughs> and that's the crux point right there and that's what in the next couple of broadcasts we're going to be dealing with that's the point where we either have our victory or we get disillusioned it's right here. It's right at this point. What do we look at? What do we focus on? What do you engage in, in this crux point where you're like, okay, I have this before you, God. I've believed you for this. I don't see it. Now what? And we're going to go through step by step that in just a minute, but I want to finish laying the foundation. 
And then, oh, I love the, the Passion Translation <clears throat> in the same verse in Proverbs 13. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> when hope's dream seems to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing. But when at last your dreams come true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. We're discussing how to maintain hope. So how do we again not get depressed? How do we again not let this delay thwart us? Well, the first thing is um, when you, to just to recognize hope, when you hope for something, it's because you want something good. You want something fulfilling. You want a dream. You want this thing that's before you. And it also means if you're hoping for it, that you don't have it. Like, I don't have to hope that I have brown eyes. My eyes are brown. I already have them. I don't have to hope that I'm wearing a red shirt. I am. It's already, it's already there. So if you're hoping for something, it's because you don't have it yet. It's not tangible. It's not, it's not manifested in your reality yet. Okay, so what are the steps to even know exactly what to pursue? What are we supposed to hope for? What are we supposed to, to grapple with and engage with and contend for? Well, I've seen three main categories that God invites us to hope for, that God draws us into and puts before us. I mean, I believe it's like, even like at a buffet table, a, smor a smorgasbord. I don't believe the will of God is just, boom, just this. I mean, of course, in issues of morality and issues of justice and righteousness, in in the standard that God gives us, yes, it's like that. But as far as like, what flavor of ice cream do you like? I don't know, what flavor do you like? God doesn't, I don't believe, just assign, okay, this person's gonna do chocolate, this person's gonna do mint and chip, this person's gonna do Rocky Road. <clears throat> no, I believe God, God gives us his, his standard and then in the boundaries of that, there's all kinds of latitude. And we'll talk about it a little bit more in just a minute. But, but there's three things. The first one is anything that God gives us in his word, that's yours. Hope for it. Hold on to it. And that's for you and for those around you. You can, you can take these things and you can bless other people with them. You can pray them in to other people's lives. You can believe them for other people who may not be living in them yet. Like what? Salvation, deliverance, healing, redemption in any area of our life, peace, joy, the fruits of the Spirit in general, His provision, health, 
not just healing, but health, health in relationships, health in our communities, emotional health, financial health, that it may be well with us and all that we put our hands to. That's God's heart for us. His kingdom come on, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can hope for anything that's in heaven. And uh, if you see it, stand on it. If you get a glimpse of it, just like the Syrophoenician woman, she wasn't a Jew. Jesus came to the Jews first and then the Gentiles. She was a Gentile, but she saw something she needed. She saw something she wanted. She saw something she had to have for her child. Health, deliverance, redemption. And she grabbed hold of it. We're actually talk more about that later because that's a really significant point. But just for now, just consider that. If it's in here, you have access to it. God wants you to hope for it because it's your inheritance. Okay, now I'm going to read a verse in 1 Peter 1, 3 through 5. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. Wow. A hope is not just a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> a hope Hope is a person. It's Him. He is our living hope. Hope is alive. It's alive. It's a substance. Like faith is a substance of things hoped for. I want you to take that in. You can engage with hope. It's not a mental ascent. Okay. His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So it's through Christ's death and resurrection that we even have a hope. Okay, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. Wow. God has a hope for all of eternity for you to live in. And for all of eternity, you will get to live in it. But again, on earth it is as, as it is in heaven. So let's practice now. Let's engage with it now. In verse 5, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last times, in the la at the last time. By the power of God. He keeps us by his power. Are you tucked into his power? Are you empowered? Are you empowered by him? 
and we're going to talk more about this verse too, but in Romans 15, 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We live in hope by his power. It's not just something that we think, oh, that's a good idea, I want that. Oh, that's a great car, I want that. Ooh, that's a pretty house, I want that. Oh, that's a fun vacation, I want that. Now we're gonna talk about some of those things in just a minute. Like, none of those are necessarily good or bad. It depends what the motive is and, and all of that, but, but that's not what we hope in. He's our hope. And he seeds his hope in us by his mercy, his abundant mercy, and he keeps us in it by his power. Oh, what, what a safety net that is for us. What a security that is. Okay, <clears throat> the second thing, and we just touched on that, God invites us to hope for anything that's a desire of your heart that's good. Is it good? Great. God is good. God is great. He's given us a whole earth full of wondrous things. Do you like music? Do you want to be in a band or cut a CD? Do you just like to play? Do you enjoy music? Great. Pursue it. Do you love sports? Do you love to play sports? Do you love to compete? Do you love the action and adventure? The physicality of it? The, the strategy of it? Great. Enjoy it. Hope for it. Hope to be better. Hope to be on a certain team. Pursue it. Do you want to be a teacher? Because there's just stuff that you love to share. And, and you want to teach at a certain school or you want to do a certain, certain specific thing, great, hope for that. Stand in it, walk towards it. Do you want to be a doctor because you love helping people? Do you want to find a cure for autism or cancer? Great, hope in that. If you have a desire, if you have a dream, if you have something inside of you, do you want to travel, do art, what, whatever it is, have a family, have kids, wh whatever you want to do that's good? I believe God's put those things in us. And it's his delight for us to hope and, and, and grow in them and, and realize them. And I believe that gives him great joy as it gives you great joy. Okay, the third thing that you can hope for, that you have legal access, like, hey, this is God's heart for you. It's anything personal that he's seated inside of you. And that could be by his still small voice. John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. And like, he knows us. And we're to follow his voice, we're to follow him. We're to hear his still small voice, his whisper. That's like your conscience. That's like, 
it's just a knowing. It's just an internal knowing from Him. He's spirit. We live and we worship Him in spirit and in truth. We're connected to Him. So we're going we're gonna to know things from Him. And also, if you get a prophetic word, you could be in a worship service or just anywhere, and, and you could get your own prophetic word, just a sense of like, wow, God has this for me. Or somebody else could give you a prophetic word. I remember years ago, someone talked about me being leading worship. And I remember thinking, okay, well, I love to sing in worship, but honestly, I can hardly even carry a tune. <laughs> I just, I, I'm not incredibly musical as a person. So when I got that word, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to tuck it away. I'm going to put it on the back shelf. It doesn't resonate with me right now. Years after that, <laughs> I did lead worship, but not through singing. I got involved in doing flags and, and the banners and just doing ministry and, and, and worshiping the Lord just through color and movement. And I actually led a team into ministering to the body and ushering them into the presence of God through flagging. And so, but, I, but just keep those things before the Lord. You might get a word, you might really be excited about it and want that to happen, or you might not yet. But, but if you get a prophetic word, test it. Test it through scripture. Get confirmation on it. And then if it's something that you're like, yes, hope, hope in it. Expect with God for it to happen. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts, the plans that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil. Plans to give you a future and a hope. God has good for you and he wants to give you hope. He wants you to walk in hope. He wants you to live and move and have your being in hope. And it's that hope that brings the world to even look at him. When you go through hard things and you still have hope, that's supernatural. That's above and beyond the natural. So if you stay in hope, it points others to Christ, the King of glory. And um, so between the promises of God in his word, between the good desires of your heart, and between the, the things that the Holy Spirit speaks to you, those secret thoughts or desires or, or words that you have. Hope. Hope, my brothers and sisters, my friends. Hope. Stay in hope. And as we've talked about a little bit before on this broadcast, some things are a process. Some things that you want take time. Just like, honestly, a baby takes 40 weeks to develop inside a mother. And 
although at the end of that process, most women are like, I'm ready to have the baby. It's, it's good that there's a process. It's a good preparation time. It's a good development time, not just for the womb, but to, to create a place to bring that baby into. And in the spirit, it's the same. Some things in life we need to prepare for. There's a process. And the strength and maturity that it takes to sustain something is built in the process of waiting and, and forging and forming and developing it to come to, to fruition. I mean, if you look at a minister you really trust, that has character, that's been through the fire before they're in this position of, of being able to truly and honestly and vulnerably and authentically share the heart with others. Most likely they've been through some fire. They've been through a process. Why does God not just save people and, and, and put them in front of a bunch of people? Well, maybe he does sometimes. But typically because he wants a really solid foundation and if there's any holes in the foundation that need to be filled in, those get filled in so the pressure of what's built upon that foundation can withstand and withhold it. It's really merciful. If you're hoping for something today, if you're waiting for something, even if something just seems like it's been a really long time and you don't understand, that's the in hope against hope that we're going to jump into and talk specifically in broadcast two um, about the Romans 4 passage. But God's building something in you. Stay in hope. Stay in hope. It's going to be worth the solidity. It's going to be worth the, the solidness and the rootedness of that place. So as we close today, I just want to bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that Christ in you, the hope of glory would abound, would grow, would prosper, would flourish, and that his abundant mercy and his power would uphold you and keep you as you walk in him. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Again, if you've been listening and you want prayer, if you want to call in, you can either call in 877-588-1664 or you can contact me on my ministry website. You can ask me any questions and I would love to get back to you. EpicLifeMinistries.com Thank you and God bless. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television.